0: The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses to these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, raised his hands, and blessed them. As he blessed them, he parted from them and was taken up to heaven. They did him homage and then returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus
1: Christ. Have you ever been a witness of an event in your lifetime that has moved you to talk about it? Either to call people on the phone or send them a note via text or to look them up in some way. But have you ever witnessed an event that moved you to talk about it? And not only talk about it, maybe you talk about it for weeks or months or years or a lifetime. I'm certain that there are here with us this morning at least one, if not two, if not more, young people who, whose parents and grandparents witnessed them this year graduate from college. They witnessed that event. Maybe when we think of witnessing something, maybe it was we witnessed something incredible, some heroic act of somebody. Witnessing somebody, I had the... Incredible grace of witnessing somebody save someone's life in an ocean, amidst a riptide. In our life at times, there's moments where we witness tragedies. Either in our personal life or either in with the technology that actually comes right into our home. Social media, TV, the different things where we get it real time, like those who are my age and our seniors that are here, those who have maybe lived a little longer. We didn't have it back then. You know, I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Back in the day when you had call waiting in your phone and your dad opened the drawer and put the phone in and closed it when you had dinner. Right? That's what my dad did. Take the phone off the hook, Jill. Put it in the drawer, shut the drawer, piece of the dinner table. Now we get a lot of things real time. I was visiting my parents in uh, Greenville, North Carolina the other day, and we went out to eat at a, at a restaurant, and we're there, and my heart was just kind of caught up. You know when, you, when you've witnessed something, and you kind of, you're just, you can't help but think about it, and it was like, my mom was right in front of me and I was kind of gazing past my mom and into like just lost in a thought. I said, son, what, what do you think about it? I said, mom, I don't know how to say this, but I'm kind of wondering if maybe, just maybe, I was more of a disciple. If I was more of a disciple of Jesus Christ, if I was more a witness to the things of his resurrection stuff. Mom, I'm just kind of wondering if somehow, in some shape or form, it may have trickled out to others, and it could have saved us from that tragedy in Texas. Because, Mom, right now my heart's kind of aching for the 21. And we got little ones here, so maybe some haven't explained it to little ones, so I'm not going to go into detail, but you know what I'm talking about. Witnesses of those type of things. Witnesses of things that a lot of times people say, well, this is, but witnesses of evil, okay? And when we think about that, we think of what our beloved Lord came to do. There was something Jesus did not have before Mary's yes to the archangel Gabriel. After her yes, conceived in her womb, immaculate womb, the word became flesh. And Jesus assumed our humanity. And it's this day, it's this day that Jesus, and in the Eucharistic prayer it will say today, Jesus ascends into heaven. I remember growing up and being a witness to the space shuttle going up with its rocket boosters and busting off and all that. Wow! But it needed those boosters. Jesus ascended into heaven this day under his own power. And then he told his apostles, stay in Jerusalem in the gospel. Stay in Jerusalem until the power comes from on high and you get clothed in that power. The power of God's love. The power of God's love that can transform hearts. We are witnesses to these things. We are living that today. The day of our Lord's ascension into heaven right now here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's not a thing of the past it happened in the past, but we're living the active memory and you and I in some way, shape, or form because God is God and we're not. We are, trans- we are brought to that moment, to the Mount of Olives where Jesus is looking at his apostles and his intimate followers and they're gazing up at the cloud and the angels are saying, what are you looking at, men of Galilee? And we are there. Jesus looks through them in his bodily form with his eyes and his heart, and he sees you and me. And as he blesses them, through them, he blesses you and me. And like the Acts of the Apostles are saying in the first reading, we're called to be witnesses to that. To what? Jesus' suffering, his death, his resurrection, his ascension into heaven, and we too with the church. We'll wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. A new Pentecost. A new Pentecost in 2022 that shakes the earth, rocks the hearts, and brings about a transformation of our society. There's so many more Christians in our world nowadays than there was then. And we talked about this last week. We may be Christians But are we disciples? Are we followers of the way? Because when we look at the landscape of our world, each one of us has to ask in our own heart of hearts with the help of our Lord, have I truly been a witness to these things, Jesus? To the things that you did for me personally and for all humanity. If we're honest, we'll probably say, yes, sometimes I have been a witness to these things. Other times, not. I'm just speaking for myself. But I'd like to share with you a a beautiful example of how this parish is witnesses to these things. You little ones, you ten that are going to receive your first holy communion, you are witnesses to these things. Thanks to your parents, you don't have to know it all you just got to do what you're doing. Be childlike. And the challenge with us adults at times, we can lose sight of being childlike. And Jesus calls even his intimate apostles that walked with him and said, Hey, hey, come here now. Y'all are arguing on the road. Come here. Gather. And he took a child. Put a child in his midst. And says, got to become like this. If you want to be my disciples. If you want to follow me. So I thank y'all for being witnesses to these things. A couple weeks back, there was another family that came, and I was in the back getting ready for 11 o'clock Mass, and this grandmother comes in, and she spoke with a South Carolina accent like my family, who are from South Carolina, so don't be offended. But she came in, and I'm standing in the back with my collar and all that stuff. I don't, I'm not ready yet. She comes in at 10.30. She, she says to me, she says, Hey, 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 you, hey, you, I got a question for you. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And the hey you meant probably first time here, so I'm like, welcome. She said, hey, 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 here's my phone. I got, I got, I got, I'm here for that Catholic thing. And I'm like, okay, Catholic thing, this is the, you're at the right place. This is the Catholic thing. She goes, yeah, 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 I've got this, and my, my family's coming for the Catholic thing, but I don't know, do you have my seat? Where am I going to sit for the Catholic thing? And I'm, said, I'm like, I'm doing the connection, one plus one equals two, so that means probably her granddaughter is receiving her first Holy Communion. And I said, ma'am, let me make a suggestion to you, you're half an hour early. Thank you for being early. Sit in the back here. When you see your family in, you just go wherever they go and know you're welcome. She goes, that's great. I'll do that. So there we are in mass, and I'm sitting there looking, and they were right in the front row. Not the single, yep, they were right, it's not them, but they were right in the front row. And there she was in the front. Her eyes were like big, and she was taking in the Catholic thing. And, and thank you to Jesus that everybody there was also taking in the Catholic thing. And they were being witness to the Catholic things. And they were singing and they were, ah. She was like looking around. I'm like, eh. people responded. So afterwards, we finished and there's the photos. And we're getting the photos back there. And she comes up to me and she goes, I got to talk to you again. I saw you up there. What do I call you? I don't know if I've ever met one of you before, but I kind of like what you said, but you talk too long. No, she didn't say that. She didn't say that. Anyways, I mean, hey, I don't feel bad. You read the Acts of the Apostles. St. Paul was preaching one night and someone fell out of the window, right? It's my favorite part of that one. He goes down there, brings the person back to life, goes back up and preaches to the morning. So St. Paul, he could talk it up. They didn't have all that other stuff to do. Anyway, so we're there. She's like, she's like I got to talk to you about something, okay? My granddaughter just received her first Holy Cun- Communion. My son, my son and he, his six children all did the Catholic thing plus him. What do I got to do to do the Catholic thing? And I'm like, ma'am, are you talking about RCIA? She goes, yeah, 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 that RC thing. How do I do that? And I said, well, let me introduce you. And he's here, so I don't want to embarrass him because he's here with his wife, Juliet. I said, let me introduce you to Dr. David he does the He does the Catholics. Oh, I heard about him. He teaches a good class. I want to meet him. So she came up. She says, but you know, I was Baptist, and then I was Presbyterian, and then I was this. And I said... Here, here's the deal. We have a lot of amazing people in this parish who are Baptist, Presbyterian, non-denominational, but they've been baptized, they love Jesus, they're followers of the way, and they worship with us. You don't have to become Catholic to come here and pray with us. Come on! She said, but I'm interested in the Catholic thing. I'd like to do the First Holy Communion. I'm like, yeah, okay. So that's where it went. But why do I tell this story? Not to put a little humor in all that stuff, but you know what? Sometimes living as witnesses of the faith and living and walking with eyes of our heart open to what the Holy Spirit wants to do through you and me, life becomes beautiful again. It can become beautiful. We can see lives transformed. And you know what? I wish in some way, shape, or form, but it wasn't part of God's plan. I might have had the opportunity to be a priest in Uvalde, Texas. And I might have had an opportunity to start a youth group program there. And I might have had an opportunity to go out and walk the streets and invite people to be disciples of Jesus Christ. And I might have an opportunity to maybe change history. But you know what? Can't do that. What happened happened. But we know that Jesus ascended to heaven. He's the Lord of life and history. And he sends the Holy Spirit to you and me. As in John chapter 14, he says the following to us. He says, The Holy Spirit that the Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. He went to heaven not to leave us orphaned, he went to heaven to work from home remotely. All right? As one of the youth ministers said, man, I wish Jesus, that'd be pretty cool if we did a Zoom with Jesus. But you know what? We're doing something greater than Zoom with Jesus. These little ones, we're receiving him into our hearts. And he's receiving us into him. And he's going with us out there. And if we've been baptized and maybe haven't had our first Holy Communion, the fire fell at our baptism. We're temples of the Holy Spirit. So many of our brothers and sisters in Christ with the one baptism give witness to these things by the way they live their lives. That's the invitation this Ascension Sunday. That's the invitation. We are an Easter people of joy, as the psalm said. We're an Easter people of joy, but we walk all too often in a Good Friday world. We do. And Jesus did not say he would take the cross away from us. He said, if you want to follow me, you need to pick it up and be my disciple, and love as I loved. Jesus never called his followers Christians. He never called them Catholics. He called them disciples. And they considered themselves followers of the way. And first and foremost, they considered themselves witnesses of those things. I'm going to close with this. If you remember anything from this homily, The bottom line is this, we are witnesses to these things. Turn that over this week. We are witnesses to these things. Here's the invitation. Imagine, imagine if each one of us in our world not knowing your world Starting first and foremost in our domestic church, our families. Let's not point outside until we get our families where they need to be. That in our families, we are witnesses to these things. So that people in our neighborhood, people at the pool, people in the shopping centers, they're looking in from the outside and they see our families. And they see the way we talk to one another. They see the way spouses talk to each other. They see the way how children respect and honor their parents. And they see that. And from the outside, they call us Christians because we're disciples. Look at the way they love one another. Then the second invitation is our parish to love one another. Can I walk away from Mass today after this two hour Mass? Can I walk away from this mass today and just go up to one person I don't know and say hello and say, have a good week and say, I'm going to pray for you. Will you pray for me? That's tough. Especially if you don't know people. But that's what The first disciples of Jesus did as they were witnesses of these things. We're going to profess our creed now. And we're going to say in our creed that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And you know what he's doing while we're professing that? He's looking at our Father and showing our Father seated to his right, his glorious wounds, his trophies. He's saying, Daddy, I did it. I did it for them and people of all times. Daddy, may those disciples of mine in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2022 be witnesses of these things. Witnesses of my scars, of my trophy, what I did to save them and all humanity. We are witnesses of these things.